Hey, I'm Micah. And I'm Jen. From 1994 to 1996, Jen lived in the middle of nowhere, Montana. But not by choice. She was sent to a therapeutic boarding school. I had some issues. While there, she performed hard labor. There was also a lot of forced exercise. Went through daily, hours-long group therapy. That shit didn't work. And when she left, she was left with some holes in her life. Holes? One of the holes was her pop culture hole. Yeah, I missed a lot of shit. And that's a hole we can fill. I want to suck your blood, because it's time for... I never saw that. Hi, Micah. Hi, Jennifer. You sound sad. I'm... I don't know if sad is the right word, but just disappointed. Yeah. Just in general, like with life, it's been kind of a crazy week here. No. I mean, yeah. No. No. Not that. Uh, It's more having to do with the movie that we watched for this week. Well, I was including that in the crazy week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We do a service here at I Never Saw That. We um, sure do. Which a lot of our our listeners, I think, really appreciate. But some of you may not be aware. Hi, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. Hi. Um, we're, Glad this you're is here. a segment we do where we pat ourselves on the back and oh no, it's not say that we're doing a service <laughs> for the world by um, recapping twenty five year old, twenty six, twenty seven year old. I don't know um, pop culture. Uh huh. Yeah, because that's what people want. That's what the you know the throngs are clamoring for. Okay, I thought you were going to say the service was that we do that so that you don't have to watch those movies. Oh, if, if yeah, If you yeah, haven't, yeah. we can let you know which ones you should just skip. And, and this for is definitely sure, skip one of this those. One. This is yeah. because here's here's what I think is most important to discuss. It's not what this movie is; it's what this movie isn't. This movie is not Young Frankenstein. This movie is not Blazing Saddles. This movie is not Airplane or Naked Gun. Or Spaceballs. Or Spaceballs. Those are either Mel Brooks movies or Leslie Nielsen movies that were funny. Yeah. Uh, and this is it's Mel not, Brooks and Leslie Nielsen. It's also not Wings. It's which also is a, absolutely a Stephen not Weber Wings. sitcom that was also not funny, but funnier than this. Way. Oh, yeah. my God. So much funnier. It's not fair to say it wasn't funny. It was funny. You've never watched it. It wasn't good. I watched Wings a lot. You did? When Wings was on. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think that's one of those shows I've seen like one or two episodes of ever. You're not really missing that much. It's anyway, not terrible. The... It's not this it's movie. Not, we're not here to talk about Wings. <laughs> Can we, though? <laughs> Can we shift the a little bit? actor from Wings, one of the actors from Wings, the main actor, I guess, was in this. So that's why Micah brings it up. Nobody knows what movie we're talking about because nobody's seen this movie. Jen, <laughs> we've recently had discussions as we're planning things out. Um, and Jen has been pushing me, you know, rightfully so. She's been saying, no, let's watch something that, like, people have seen or want to hear us talk <laughs> about. Um, because I make some suggestions. Well, let's just talk about a few of our recent hits um, that people probably really enjoyed. Uh, Ernest Goes to School. Mm. You know, that's why she's mm-hmm. pushing me in this direction. Um, I have Theodore no other Rex. examples. Theodore Rex. Rex. That's yeah. another good one. Yeah. Um, no one's heard of it. I no actually, one has ever wanted to hear us talk about I gotta it. I got to say, I thought about that movie a lot while watching this one. <laughs> and how I, I was trying to decide which which was worse. It didn't occur to me. Theodore Rex didn't come up. The one I thought of was The Mask, because that's the only film that we've watched during this podcast that we didn't finish watching because yeah, it was so ever, fucking bad. But a lot of people have seen it. Yeah. It's like a famous movie. But it was so bad. I, this I, one, we we powered through. We didn't crack a smile the whole time. No, we barely I mean, even like, groaned. Literally, you guys. Like, it was that bad. I There were twice that I went, huh. 
And then I turned to Mike and I was like, hey, see, that was almost funny. Anyway, I don't want to get too far down this road. The, the movie we watched is Dracula Dead and Loving It. 1995's Mel Brooks yep. directed. And can I just say, mm-hmm. the last film Mel Brooks directed. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I For a reason. He really phoned this one in. Uh, you know, threw well. in the towel or uh, what's, a, what's another idiom or cliche that means gave up or didn't put any effort in. Because that that's what this felt like to me was like, wow, like nobody even I can't think of one tried? that would be appropriate for that. Like throwing in the towel even is too much effort. Like you're making a throw. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. forgot to bring a towel, didn't bring one, didn't do anything. Yeah. Oh, hey, here's a movie. Yeah. Yeah. So unfortunately, y'all, it's going to be a bad, one of those episodes where we just talk shit because honestly, <laughs> there's... I don't, unless we can think of something, I think there's really, I don't think we have anything good to say about this movie. So if you do, let us know on social media if you love this movie for some fucking reason. Um, You know, if we missed it, let us know. Because maybe we're just, maybe it was just over our heads, you know. Actually, I'm going to, I'm going to throw a little curveball here. I'm usually the one that's like at me. Um, (laughs) Don't at me about this. I don't care. I don't mm. care enough to, if you want to defend it, you can go ahead and do that to your friends and family, <laughs> but don't do that publicly. <laughs> You're going to look like a fool okay. and uh, I'm protecting you really. And don't, don't at me uh, with your Dracula dead and loving it takes because they're, it's indefensible. I will say it had 11% on Rotten Tomatoes and I am. We knew what we were getting into. No, I am flabbergasted that it's that high. That is <laughs> wild that one out of 10 people like this movie is is crazy to me. I don't I don't get it at all. Uh, okay. Well, before we get too far into it, do, yeah. should we do that other thing that, you know, just I don't know what you're talking cleanse about. Your palate and give you some good laughs before we talk about the movie that didn't have any laughs? I don't understand the question and I won't respond to it. See you in the funny papers. In the funny paper. In the funny paper. So, what do you have for me this week? Well, Micah? Jen, I'm really excited for a okay. few reasons. Um, our last episode that we released was recorded a long time ago. So, yeah, so we were out of order. We screwed on the dates. up the date, um, and I was really worried. But it's given us an opportunity that I'm actually really excited about, and I want to make up for a few things. So, I'm bringing back a fan favorite and a gen favorite um because i think you guys deserve it you're gonna have to listen to us um talk about this terrible terrible film so i want to do something really funny that everybody loves oh that's thoughtful yeah um but the first thing i'm excited about today is we are reading it's what day is it right now jen we're gonna let you guys peek behind the curtain a little bit again it's october 7th yes it's october 7th 2022 right you know, something in the universe allowed this to happen. This is the date we're on? We're on October 7th. Wow. 1994. Cool. I never thought it would actually work. And it only worked because we basically took a week off and did the wrong date. Because yeah. it was a pre-recorded episode, you know? That's neat. I guess... Isn't it magical? Like, I guess, like, we could try to do the math about, like, when that will ever happen again. But it'll probably be about, like, a thousand years. I don't think it will. Hmm. I don't think it's possible for it to ever happen again. I don't know. Do, I think you, if we do this long enough, it's going to happen again. Dates come up every year. Okay. Why don't we get into whatever okay. this is? So um, 
You may have guessed it already, but yes, we're doing another Ziggy. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, then I know you're full of shit about it being funny. Oh, no, it's really good this time. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so I think we've been here before with Ziggy. Um, again, one panel. Yeah. Just to recap for everyone in the world, Ziggy's a one-panel cartoon. Uh-huh. It's a little square. This is Ziggy by Tom Wilson um, for October 7th, 1994. There is a bench and there are two people sitting. Well, one's a person and one's a Ziggy. Um, <laughs> Ziggy's sitting on the left. Mm-hmm. On the right is an old man. I know he's old because his head is shaped old. Is it? <laughs> um, he has a big cartoon nose because I'm something I'm picking up on is all of the noses are big. He has glasses that sit down on his nose pretty low. His head, he has a big long chin, and it looks like he has no teeth. You know, he has that, like, chin with a mm-hmm, mouth mm-hmm. that goes in with no lips because there's no teeth in there. Yeah. The back of his head, and I, I don't mean, like, if you look at a sphere, which heads are basically sphere-shaped, you know, mm-hmm. like the back <laughs> side. I mean the the back section of his head because his <laughs> face is on the front of a thing and then there's a <laughs> protuberance out the back. And he's got, you know, the bald man hairstyle, the long okay. hair on the sides and the bald on top. But it's a whole, there's a shelf over his eye area where normally someone <laughs> drawing a human head would just curve down. But this, after the shelf above the eyes, <laughs> like, cool, you're making a square looking head. That's good. No, you're not. There's another fucking head that comes out the back of this one. Is he a two-headed man? No, it's attached. It's not another head. It's just the round part is, it's like if you took part of your head, like took a section from the round part of the back of your head and lifted it up and extended it out. Yeah. He's like the alien, you know, the alien head. It's long and weird. Hey, Micah. Yeah. Could I just see it? Like, I think what would be cool, like... You know, you wouldn't have to go through so much effort. If, you, if you would just let me see it, then I would know no, this uh, is exactly better. what you mean. This is better. Um, so he's sitting. The old man is sitting with his legs akimbo. You know, like he's manspreading real, real bad. Sitting on the edge of the bench. <laughs> he's got his knees out. Like this, I don't think he's ever going to walk again. Okay. The way his legs are. He's got black pants on, just solid black, like cuffs folded up. It looks like he has slippers on because old men wear slippers outside of the park. He has a cane and his fingers are intertwined on top of the cane sitting in front of him. Um, He's sitting on the front of the bench kind of and he's looking over to the right to Ziggy. So Ziggy's on our left and Ziggy is, well, we know what Ziggy looks like. (laughs) He's got a round head. Um, He's looking up. He looks nonplussed. His his smile, his lips are just like a kind of a Ziggy line. (laughs) See what I did there? Didn't even mean to. Just a little really up and down line, yeah. Okay. His big nose. That's not is... how you would say that, though. You would say like a zigzag Zig-zag-y line. line, yeah, but for the joke, you know. Okay. Um, his legs are sticking out, and they're like again, just kind of nondescript shapeless. They're just outlines of like round. They look like if a child was drawing a cloud. Okay. There's two of them, and they just kind of hang down. Mm-hmm. Off the end of the bench, he can't touch the ground because he's little. What I remember about Ziggy uh, is that his shoulders don't. That's correct. His shoulders <laughs> don't. And they don't aren't. and they aren't. Um, and his arms, again, are weird and kind of very short with just his fingers sticking out. But he looks upset 
about this, what this old man is saying to him. And the old man is saying, wisdom doesn't necessarily come with age. Exclamation point. That's, <laughs> he's excited about this. Sorry, let me do that again. Wisdom doesn't necessarily come with age. Sometimes age just shows up all by itself. Two exclamation points. Really wanted to make his point. That is that it? Yeah, it's one panel, Jen. That's all we got. I mean, okay. Wisdom doesn't always come with age. Sometimes age just shows up by itself. Yeah, so, so he flipped so it there. He's, you were expecting like, something else. like burning himself and saying that he's a stupid old man. Or, or other old dumb people. Maybe not himself. Well, I mean, I think he could only know. be referring to himself. There are no other old people in the comic. No, correct? that's true. But somebody could have just walked by some old idiot no, that he no. doesn't like. No, that was a self-burn. And I would say that that's more of a joke than the other Ziggies that you've read to me. Correct. So, Which I mean, saying much, but congratulations, yes. I guess. Yeah. And more of a joke than anything that was in this movie that we watched. And God, for sure. I, I mean, thought it was sadly. appropriate because Mel Brooks was a fucking genius. Sometimes, I like, guess. Some of those movies are masterpieces. They're great. Yeah. Yes. yes. This is not one of them. No, it's not. And it was clear maybe that he's done directing after this film was made. Yeah. Are we done with seeing the funny papers? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Great job. Love, Ziggy. See you in the funny. All right, so we're going to try something new. Um, it's a new little thing we're doing. We'll see yeah. how it goes. So I want to try to get away from being one of those movie podcasts where we go through the whole fucking plot and say this happened and this happened and this happened because I, that's not what this podcast is for. And to be clear, we made this decision before watching this movie. Yeah. So we're going <laughs> to... It just gonna, happens to be perfect for it. We're going to just do... It's called 30 Second Plot Synopsis. The name's right there on the tin. The name's right there. Um, but the thing is, you cannot go over 30 seconds, and you cannot go under 30 seconds. Yep. So as soon as you go over, you hear an eh kind of sound. And if you go under, you will also hear some sort of sound. I'm not sure what that will that sound is going to be. Um, and so that we could just kind of get the plot out there and then pick parts that we want to talk about and not have to work through, like, in order. Yeah, and 30 seconds may not sound like a lot to you because you're used to hearing me describe the plot, which often takes longer than watching the film itself. Yeah. Um, but we're professionals, so we're going to be able to do yeah. this quickly and efficiently. We're going to show you exactly how it works. And it's going to be great. it's going to be good. So um, I and think... it, You know, these are old movies, so we don't need to give a plot synopsis for every single plot point um and we can just talk about the good parts after that's what we decided so let us know what you think okay. you can at me about this i don't want to hear anything about the movie itself but about the segment quality i'd I'd like that okay and i think we decided i'm gonna go first which will be interesting yeah uh because i didn't take a single note on this movie i i as a as a form of protest i refuse to take any notes that is bold jen that's I know. um i think because even with notes, I usually don't remember yeah. the plot. I'm so. trying to remember the last time you didn't take notes on them. Oh, wait, let me think. It was very often you don't take Not any notes. Not true at all. Not true. <laughs> Sometimes I don't take very many notes, but I always take notes. Okay. Some notes. And, and you this didn't time, take any. I didn't even get my phone out. I was like, nope. All nothing. Right. No. 
So I've got the clock ready. Are you are you feeling ready, Jen? I <laughs> I feel like what's here's here's how I feel is that my head is completely blank, and so I've got a good starting point for creating art. Oh, you know good. what I mean? Okay. Like it's just whatever comes out is going to come out, and it's going to be exactly thirty seconds. It'll be tight and uh, just a neat little package. So let me oh, know. I'm when looking forward to it. It's time. Okay. So do you want um do you want an audible like five second warning when you're getting close to the end so you can wrap up? You want me to count down or do you just want hand signals? I don't want that at all. I just want a sound at thirty seconds. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. When it's coming. Okay. Because that ruins the integrity of the segment for me. Okay, ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, 30 second synopsis. Okay, this is a movie called Dracula Dead and Loving It, and it's about Count Dracula, and it's basically the same story as Dracula, any Dracula story that you know. Leslie Nielsen plays Count Dracula, and he sucks people's blood. He turns this one lady into a vampire. The guy from Wings is also in it. It's a Mel Brooks movie. Mel Brooks Brooks does show up. Uh, he he tries to make it funny. He makes a little bit of effort, but it's not funny. Um, eventually, uh, uh, so they... That's all you get. <laughs> how did I? How did I do? <laughs> well, let's do a self-assessment, Jen. Plot at all? How do you? You told? Yeah, I think you did. You told the very beginning of a plot. All I said was it's basically the Dracula movie, which yeah, is true. It is true. What I was gonna say? Can I say what I was gonna say at the end? No, nope. no, no. That's it. That's all we get. Okay, fine. Um, I mean, everyone knows how it ends. Yeah, because it always ends that way, you know. So yeah, we mentioned some of the cast. You didn't. You mentioned Leslie Nielsen and Mel Brooks. I said, so and the guy from Wings. And the guy from Wings. Um, good. That's the whole cast. Uh, well, there's Peter McNichol. He's he was the dude from Ghostbusters too. Oh right, yeah, yeah. And Ally McBeal, um, Harvey Corman, a Mel Brooks staple. Uh huh. He was in this. Amy Yazbek is the female lead. Um, and her cleavage was also prominently every displayed. woman's mm-hmm. cleavage. Yeah. I I feel like the cleavage should also get a separate credit. Because the women were only there for their cleavage. In Pretty this movie. much, yeah. yeah. Uh, except for Anne Bancroft, Mel Brooks's wife, she makes a cameo. Oh, um, really weird cameo! Oh my god. Yeah, not funny. Again, um, one cameo that I, or I guess it wasn't a cameo because it was just a bit part before she had a bigger role later. But um, Essie is the servant or maid that is watching over Mina one night. When they think Dracula is going to come get Mina, do you mm-hmm. remember the maid woman? No. Oh, uh, yeah, I do. There is actually a scene that could have been really funny. The only time I kind of laughed was during the scene when he was trying to command Mina. Leslie Nielsen was trying to command Nina to come out of her room, mm-hmm. and the maid is there watching over her. Mm-hmm. And he tells them, like he says, "You get up." Come to the door, and Essie starts coming. Oh, He's like, not oh, you. Yeah. You sit down. Actually, no, you stand up. Yeah. Stand up. Not you. Sit. No, not you. You sit. You stand. No, sit. No, you stand. You walk to the terrace door, and you go back to sleep. Watch out! That was almost funny. It was almost there. The thing that didn't that made it not funny was Leslie Nielsen's piss poor performance. Like it was like he just didn't give a fuck. There was nothing 
funny about the way he delivered any of the lines. The women were funny in that part. Like they're like running into each other and falling down. They don't know which one of them he's talking to. So they're both doing the things. And it's like classic Mel Brooks, like slapstick kind of stuff. Yeah. So Essie was played by Megan Cavanaugh, who also played um, in a later film, A League of Their Own. She was Marla, Marla Hooch, the big power hitter who's like the the one that's not glamorous looking and mm. has no self-confidence and mm-hmm. really blossoms at the end and becomes a big hero on the team. Yeah, sure. Um, so she was in this movie. Do you want to talk about that movie instead? That'd be great. I love that movie. It's a, it's a fun one. It's it is. One. Yeah. Uh, so she went on to better things. That's one good thing about this movie. Okay. Did she go on to better things? When was the League of Their Own? Isn't that before this? Good question. I'm not sure. I think sure. it's before this. <laughs> uh, yeah, boy, I just don't even know that there's a whole lot worth saying about this movie. I um, yeah, I, like I there's a part where he steals somebody's chicken. Like some people are on a picnic and he takes their chicken. Um, so there's that, and uh, I don't know why like cooked he, chicken, right? Like yeah, he just it's like eats a the chicken or something, yeah. which it, I thought was, was weird mare. because. That was the funny oh, joke for that. Oh, it was. That's why. Be, that's why he was able to walk around in the sunshine. But then suddenly yeah. he started burning. But it didn't make any. Okay, yeah, right. Because it that was, was a daymare. It was a like multiple minutes long, stupid setup for him yeah. saying, "Oh no, I've had a daymare." I was having a daymare. Right, and, and that the, was said as if it was supposed to be beat. very funny. Yeah. Daymare is not. Funny. It's not unique or interesting. It's not funny. There's nothing like that's how every joke in this movie was. It was like not a joke. They explained everything, everything that could have been kind of funny. Yeah, they over explained they it. Explained and they explained it and just it like and did it over and beat over it to death. Like it just was not. It was bad. I can't think of any examples because I didn't take any notes. Well, another. Example of that is when Renfield is in the insane asylum and he's like eating bugs during his interview mm-hmm. with Harvey Corman, who runs the asylum, and he's trying to act normal so he can get right. out. Oh, right, 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 and he right. He eats a spider and yes. then he's like, I just saw you. He's like, No, you didn't. Oh, how silly of me. Must have been my imagination. There, you did it again. Huh? You, you, you just put a bug in your mouth. I, I, I think it was a spider. I did not. Yes, you did. I did not. Yes, you did. I did not. Yes, you did. I did not. And there's a grasshopper leg sticking out of his mouth at one point. Right. My God, man. You're eating insects right from the ground. What makes you say that? Because I can see one trying to get out of your mouth. What makes you say that? Out of my mouth? Get out of your mouth. You're all very on mouth and it's wriggling about. It's wriggling. I'm not ridiculous at all. It's wriggling all over the place. Poor thing is fighting for its life. I don't know what you're talking about. If you insist on ranting like this, I'm going to leave. That alone is a joke. Like, just show him with the grasshopper leg sticking out of his mouth. That's funny. But instead, they talk about it back and forth, like, for several minutes about how he has a grasshopper leg sticking out of his mouth. Which sometimes Mel Brooks can pull off that, like, let's look at the joke and examine it and draw it out and do it to a ridiculous amount. But it didn't didn't feel like that in this film. Mm -mm. In this film, it just felt like they didn't know when to stop. At multiple it, times. It felt like Leslie Nielsen was basically like, fuck everybody. I, I'm i barely showing up for this. That's how it felt to me. 
Uh, and it actually, it made me want to watch like Airplane and Naked Gun to see yeah. if he was actually ever funny because it was impossible for me to imagine him being funny watching him in this role. I mean, that's how bad it was. Mel Brooks, when Mel Brooks is on screen, he livens things up a little bit more. Like he still wasn't like none of his lines were very funny, but he at least has he, a presence. Yeah. And Leslie he goes Nielsen all in. was like fucking wallpaper in this movie. Yeah. I mean, it was really, it was really... And his accent was bad, but not bad enough to be funny. That's was... the thing. None, none of it was, like, nothing happens that's any different than what happens in a regular Dracula right. movie. Like, there weren't any, except, like, maybe um, when they stab her in the heart, like, blood just shoots out for uh, forever and there's just right. so it's much just blood. But it's like, blood. it's not funny. It's not funny. There's no, they don't, it's just, it's just Dracula. Yeah, it's all the jokes have been done and they've been done better by Mel Brooks. And <laughs> yeah, in Young Frankenstein, really. And the movie, the plot did not deviate much from no, the Dracula from film any from other 1992, fucking vampire movie. The Francis Ford Coppola Dracula film. There's like, nothing wacky or funny that happens. No, at and all. It's, it's ripe for parody because Dracula, like vampire movies, are so self-important and serious yeah exactly and they're silly it could have been so easy and i don't know how they blew it so hard on this i i it's really really i it's mind-boggling i mean and i really do feel like i don't know i wonder i should have looked for like an interview for with mel brooks about this movie or something if there's anything like that out there because i just again i just feel like there was zero effort put into it a so this film was like directly parodying the, I mean, the whole like vampire and Dracula genre, but really directly referencing the Francis Ford Coppola 1992 film with Gary Oldman. Um, they have Leslie Nielsen wear this huge Gary Oldman hair, the big yeah, curly just in the very beginning. thing. And he comes back and is wearing it again and refers to it as his hat and hands it to someone. Yeah. He takes off the wig. He takes it's it really off and it's supposed to be a big funny reveal. Dumb. Um, it's also referencing an old Roman Polanski film that is actually a funny vampire movie. Like it has oh. moments that are funny, but it's not, this one just wasn't, it's it's kind of astounding how bad it is and how no, much I mean, there really, were no like, laughs. I don't know how to explain how. I think we've done a pretty good job. And I think the no, 11% I mean, I just... tomato meter, and maybe everybody else in the world already knew this. I had never seen this movie. And I was like, oh, sweet. I was excited. A I was Mel like, Brooks oh film. my God, that'll be at least funny. At least there'll be funny moments, you know? And we literally sat there. We were just like stone faced, like the entire time. It did not help me um, that it looked like it was a fucking soap opera. It looked like it was filmed on video and it was overlit. Like Young Frankenstein is black and white and it's, it's gorgeous, beautifully lit. Yeah, and it's it is. Spooky and it's, it's so good. It looks like an old horror film. Yeah, for real. If you want to watch like a a spoof on a horror film by Mel Brooks, just go watch Young Frankenstein. Yeah, this uh, had the same like production value of like the paintings for the backgrounds and uh-huh. the sets looking like they were built for sure. this cheap movie. But then they overlit it and. That's the thing about those old films is they hid those things with good lighting. 
I mean, I wonder, is that supposed to be part of the joke? Like, you know, I, I keep wondering Maybe, if there but are to do it for two hours and it just really makes it hard to watch. Really subtle things that I'm missing or something, you know? I haven't seen the Gary Oldman movie, so maybe if I had seen that, it would be it would seem funny to me. I don't know. I mean, the Gary Oldman movie itself, I think, the Francis Ford Coppola Dracula film with Keanu Reeves and Winona Ryder, I love that movie. But it's also like a parody of itself. It didn't need a movie parodying it That's because the same it's one ridiculous with Gary already. Yeah. Gary Oldman's performance is at the same time amazing uh-huh. and hilarious. Uh-huh. Like it, depending on what mood you're in when you watch it, it didn't need to be parodied. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that you're right, though, that what needs to be parodied about vampire movies is how seriously they take themselves. I mean, God, here's another. Go watch What We Do in the Shadows. It's a brilliant yeah. vampire parody. It's so brilliant because it's because it's <laughs> it's vampires who are dumbasses. Like, they're not entirely dumbass. I don't know. You ha- go watch it. I'm not yeah. going to try to explain that. That's not what we're here to do. I'm just saying... I'm thinking of other like horror parodies or specifically vampire parodies. And that's mm-hmm. the only that's a one really good that one. I, oh, it's, it's absurd so and it puts them in like funny. normal situations, but it still manages to do the like tropes and all the other yeah, stuff. It, it's, and it's great. It's fantastic. I mean, it's if you haven't watched it, go watch that. Do not watch this. I mean, don't do that to yourself. So I think we've talked about this enough. People are probably wishing we had done a plot recap because we just shit on no. the movie for 20 no, minutes you don't need one um, <laughs> you don't need one dracula but, sucks some blood yeah we, they drive a stake through his heart at the end no you don't get to do any more synopsis i time. already did can't okay well next time it's your turn we're taking that time away from you oh no that's not how the that's not how it works well we'll do a poll on twitter and see what people okay. think and no one will respond so uh we'll just go with mine <laughs> so can we shift into something else? I wanted to ask you about because um, you were you were in the school in Montana. Yes. In from nineteen ninety four to nineteen ninety six. Correct. Um, and you were there. There were how many girls do you say? Would you say were there with you? Like roughly average, because I know some left and came like thirty ish. Thirty ish. Um, and then how many adults were around? Like how many total adults worked there or how many adults would be around like at, at the time? Like at one time, like working there. Um, Three or four. So usually there were three or four adults and then like 30 girls. Mm-hmm. And did you guys do drills for like when the vampires came or how mm-hmm. did you fight the vampires off? That's funny. Because that doesn't seem like a lot of adults to protect you all from like these young women that, you know, vampires would be like, yeah, let's go there and suck some blood. I mean, that's what vampire movies are all about, right? Is young women and 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 basically virginity and right. taking a young woman's virginity. Um I guess there was a lot I of guess like the, sex addiction and stuff. So maybe the vampires were like, No, these girls we don't want to suck their blood. I I I I don't know how to answer your uh question about the vampires because it's a, it's ludicrous, but I but um, what I can say is that like vampire movies, they I mean, they didn't want us to be virginal and all of that, but you know, masturbation was considered a an addictive behavior. Um, any kind of like I mean that's fair. It's pretty addictive, I think. N- no, no, I meant like acting out 
it was considered acting out your in your addiction yeah. because all of us were addicts of everything. They labeled every single one of us an addict of literally everything because it just made it simpler for them. Right. Like, well, and there's this idea that you have an addictive personality, which isn't really a thing on its own and doesn't apply to every domain of your life. But that's how they treated you. Exactly. So like we all when I first got there, for example, we there was a little bit of choice with food. Um, Like you could be a vegetarian when I first got there. And then within like a couple weeks, they locked that shit down because we were all on food plans, which was in theory for the girls who had eating disorders. But then they just decided we all had eating disorders. Was that just easier for them? Like practically yeah. they could yeah. just make the same things and just make you eat the same yeah. things? and They not... just made us eat exactly the same things. And um, the bonus was that it allowed them to exert some more control over you and make you miserable? Precisely. Yeah. And give them another point of... It was like another opportunity for us to try to rebel and be unsuccessful at it. I mean, I've told the story probably several times now about the tuna intervention, um, which was when my friend Sarah, who's been on this podcast twice now, wouldn't eat her tuna. So we we moved out into the snow and lived in tents in the snow for a month, you know, stuff like that. So, um, you know, it would be a really fun prank now. If we like invited Sarah, like Sarah, if you're listening, don't don't listen to this part. But we could invite Sarah onto that really funny show. You know those two old guys do too much tuna. Yes, and have them prank her with mm-hmm. too, with they they do pranks where they have too much tuna. It's Nick Kroll and John Mulaney. It's actually yeah. really really funny. Too much tuna. So I guess uh, to. Uh, connect it to vampires i would say that the people running the school were the vampires thank you well done the um life blood of our personalities out of us so that they could you know make us vampires too that's sort of what that's sort of what they did and then you know we did we sucked blood the blood of new people to you know, keep the favor of the older vampires. Is this going anywhere? Wow. I was gonna, I didn't want to interrupt you because I was like. Because I was really on a roll. I tried to do a pivot to the Montana segment that was a bad transition. It and, was very bad. And you made me look like a feeble-minded <laughs> nincompoop <laughs> with the beginning of your little metaphor there. And it was beautiful. And then I don't know what happened. You just kept talking. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I just, I don't know exactly what else to say about it. Uh, okay. But I do think there is a metaphor there about yeah, them it, being vampires. That was good. That was yeah. good. But metaphors are like <laughs> like bubblegum, Jen. <laughs> you can't stretch them too far. The bubble's going to pop, you know? You got to be careful. It's like a good pizza dough. Metaphors are, should I make another metaphor about what metaphors yeah, are like? Yeah, would you please? No, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I did, I had a job in Montana that I gave myself. At one point, um, because no one appreciated me or my talents. What was the hiring process like? Um, I I wrote a metaphor of the week on a board, on a little whiteboard, and I would change it you every did? week. Yeah. Or metaphor of the day. I don't remember, but yeah. I didn't I, know. You've never said that before. I volunteered to do it because I think in metaphors a lot, and I was sharing this metaphor that I was thinking about. It was stupid, probably, and not 
super interesting. But um, and then it became a thing, and you did it every but week. I was, but I was like, yeah. Actually, I think it was Gary, one of the the only actual counselor who was there. Who went, when I shared some metaphors, he was like, "You should write a metaphor of the week." So, I and did. they didn't that they didn't shut that down. They're like, "This is part of your addiction. You're addicted to metaphors." No, but it didn't last that long either. Uh, like it wasn't a super like consistent. Do you remember thing. any of them? I remember. I think that what started it was that we were in a van on the ride home and we were like driving through the sunset and I, I don't know, it was something about looking down as opposed to, you know, seeing the beauty around you. I, I, I don't know. I don't, hmm. I don't remember it sounds what like the it specific could have been metaphor was. Poetic and profound i think that it was mm. uh i mean i'm sure that it was it's a shame you can't remember it yeah but i don't remember things <laughs> and that has been well established on this fucking podcast i think every it, week we establish i this. think it would be funny if you had done a metaphor about how um like you put it on the whiteboard like how the counselors were vampires sucking your will to live do you think Damn. they would have liked that now i really want to remember what it was well, this has been a frustrating and disappointing episode. Yeah, so all you're welcome. <laughs> welcome, everyone. If there are anyone, <laughs> n- any new people out there, um, if you want to hear the full context of this podcast, go listen to episode 01, Montana. It's a short one and tells you what this shit's all about. Okay, so uh, I know this is a short episode, so we apologize for that. But um, maybe we'll work on um, doing something that is actually good and people have heard of and want to see mm-hmm. or like a suggestion that someone made that we haven't done yet. We have a couple more weeks of October time, so we'll find some, some stuff that fits that, uh, sort of theme. And, um, huge, huge thank you to our patrons. Yes. Uh, we will read all your names next week, but we don't have the list in front of us right now. There are 14 of you. You know who you are. You're amazing. Anybody else who wants to become a patron of the show, if you think it's worth, you know, 50 cents an episode up to a couple dollars an episode, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash I never saw that. Yeah. And you could also just tell a friend about us or write a review or leave me a rating. On Twitter. Um, we're on Twitter at Never Saw That Yes, Pod. interact with us. We love that. We have a Facebook group that's a lot of fun. Um, we love it. And we love all y'all out yeah, there. Yeah, we're sorry we won't watch any more Mel Brooks movies because he didn't make any more in our timeline. No. Thank God. Uh, go watch an old Mel Brooks movie, everyone. <sighs> yeah. They're wonderful. To cleanse your palate, if you will. Uh, okay, so thank you all so much for listening, and thanks to Grandma Cray for our artwork. Thank you to Fifi Folios for our internet stuff. Thanks to Minus Violet for our music. Until next time. See, see you, you in, in the, the 90s. 90s. Yes. They take the form of wolves or bats and puncture the throats of their victims with their teeth and drink their blood.